I reckon one man who loves it just about as much as anyone else is Mickey McGuan, and he joins us on Big V Racing as he does each and every Friday. Hello, Mickey. G'day, Matt. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Super Saturday at Flemington with the new market handicap. Doesn't get much better in the autumn, does it? No, nah, it's a terrific race, as it always has been, and the forest version is um, <clears throat> no different. I think there's probably four or five chances that I think can win a race. If you go down the page, I think the toppy private eye just can't get it. In fact, Gilg, when he had, we've just donated, broke one nine for the trip. It was just super, and it's come back really well. Joe Pride's really confident. Uh, ridden where they go. It's obviously drawn down. Uh, horses going to be fast there, or they going to get out wide. But just watch the face. Uh, everyone was taken by number three's run. I wish I win. The PV has been set for the race. Uh, it's a different race compared to the first up effort. But it's got to be included clearly in the numbers. He moves is one of the best trainers we've seen in the last you know, 15 years. And he just continues to find ways and his horses right and usually gets it from. I think uh, in secret's clearly got to be entertained down there with 51 and a half and a car when it goes down the straight particularly well. Third up in Tripoli. Hey, Mickey, we've just lost you there. It was, it was hanging on by a thread and I was weighing up whether to just jump in, but I think we've lost you there anyway. So what we might do is I'll get Mickey Comerford to just have a quick chat to you at the back. Uh, what's the old trick, Mikey? You just spin around in a circle, take one or two steps to the left. Jump up and down on one jump foot. Jump up and down, take a few steps forward. Rub your tummy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what rubbing your tummy does, but <laughs> it helps. It might. We'll find out in a moment. Uh, we'll just get that line fixed up to Mickey McGuan because it was just not quite how we like it. So um, we'll find out his thoughts on the new market in just a moment and uh, get his thoughts on all of the other races this weekend. We've got eight heats of the Perth Cup at Cannington tomorrow. No wow, she's fast. She has been uh, pulled out of those heats tomorrow, and they're still entered in the slot race in Perth in a couple of weeks, but um, I wonder whether or not they are weighing up whether to go back over. Um, I know Cal Greeno's been on the record um, and said that he's told Sportsbet that they should maybe have a think about looking for another Greyhound, but they haven't made their mind up totally. So, yeah, that will be an interesting watch there with Wow, She's Fast. I think Mickey McGuan's back on the line. Sorry about that, Mick. It just cut out there as you were giving your thoughts on uh, In Secret. Yeah, mobile phones, they're never easy to work they, out, are they? <laughs> never, never. They get, um, more, the better the technology gets, the harder they get to work out. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but obviously, In Secret's got a terrific chance in the new market tomorrow, 51.5. Jay Carter, steer, third up. Backing trip, I think, is perfect. I think it's a far superior 1,200-metre horse than what it is out in trip. So it's got to be entertained. The other one that's flying at the moment, third up, ready to peak, probably is Lofty Strike. Um, it's got only 52.5 senior. It really suits a horse. Barrier 12 has got sort of horses to aim at in that lane, in that area of the, the racetrack, because other chances are drawn immediately around it. And as you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was pretty keen on Buanus Notches, and I think it's got to be entertained as well down there on the bare minimum with 50.5. Benny Thompson coming down from Queensland once again. It's second up. It'll be fitter in this 1,200-metre trip of the new market. Suits it better than what it probably did first up. All right, so Mickey, uh, when Matty Stewart left yesterday, he was very kind. He gave me uh, a $100 note. He said, I want you to give this to Mickey McGuan because he's been in such great form recently. So, Mick, with $100 tomorrow in the new market, what are you going to do? Uh, I'd be certainly having $60 on private eye. 
and I'd be having twenty dollars on lofty strike and be honest, not just just oh, the value. I like it. Sixty on the eye. And 20 on Lofty and 20 on Buenos Notches. Hey, uh, it's been a great race for a number of years, Mick, and uh, you've followed the sport closely uh, for a long, long time. Is there a favourite new market that comes to mind? Oh, where do you start with that, Matt? I know I spoke to you yesterday about this mm. sort of thought, um, that one of my favourite horses, a young fella growing up, I immediately gravitate to the 91 version, 1991 version of the new market when Shaftesbury Avenue for the legendary great late Bart Cummings trained it and it was one of his favourite horses it certainly was one of mine and two big chestnuts basically from the clock tower went to the wire uh, Shaftesbury Avenue got the inside run against the running rail and Redalva uh, what a horse it was it fought gallantly and they went head and head to the wire and there wasn't much separating but it was a fantastic version and let's face it Shaftesbury Avenue on a dry track uh, he was one of the best sprinter milers that you'd like to see, and the horse even went over to Japan and ran, ran a placing in the Japan Cup. That's how versatile he was, and he was just a great sprinter. And Bart had a fantastic connection with the race. I think he would have won it eight or nine times by memory, but he brought those middle-distance gallopers back in trip first up out of crack at the new market, and invariably he was very successful. If they didn't win, the horses like that he set for the race, they ran really well. Yeah, remarkable record that Shaftesbury Avenue has, and I watched that replay last night, Mick. I wonder if I wish I win, if it wins tomorrow, could turn out to be a similar sort of horse, versatile, and stretch out over a trip and win a new market at just its second start for the preparation. We'll find out tomorrow. Hey, uh, what about in the other codes this weekend? Big night uh, in uh, in Cannington at, at Cannington tomorrow for the heats of the Perth Cup. No wow, she's fast, but do you think you can help us find a winner? Oh, I think the favourite probably for the the Perth Cup is in race seven. Um, in one of the heats tomorrow night is number seven, Crumble Manelli. I don't know whether you've seen this greyhound. Matt, this possesses enormous speed. Um, it's a rocket. It's by Barcia Bale. It's trained by one of the best trainers over there in Western Australia, David Hobby. It's had 16 starts, 13 wins, one second and a third. Immediately after box rise, box rise you should, should see this greyhound's acceleration. It hits the ground running and just goes from equal leader to probably putting three lengths on them by the winning post. It's a super exciting young dog. It's only two. It's uh, it's, it's only a two-year-old. But in race seven, Crumble Manelli is probably the logical favourite to win the series, but I think it'll win the, the uh, heat three that it's in tomorrow night. Got a couple of Victorian um, greyhounds over there that adds a bit of flavour to the Perth Cup this year. Um, the two that probably stand out are Fernando Mick in race five, number two. We know it was good to us a couple of weeks ago when it won uh, the Australian Cup over uh, the 500 metres at the Meadows at the luxurious, luxurious odds of $8.50. And that, that form was frank last night at Sandown when I was working uh, with Captain Larry uh, winning a race last night. Uh, so I think Fernando Mick, drawn barrier two, looks the leader. be very hard to beat from there. I think Mick Flash in box one is going to get a saloon passage through and at $12 it can be entertained at some value. I thought race six was probably a race in three. All eyes, particularly in Victoria, are going to gravitate to number three, Paddy Wants Pats, who ran second at Warnable last start. Kelly Bravo has decided to take its gray, her greyhound over there to participate in the Perth Cup heats, and let's hope it goes well for Victorian connections. But I think two locals will be hard to beat in that race as well. Number six, Amplified, with the vacant box. That'll clearly suit it for Crystal Shinners and also number two, who told Tuck, who's been running over shorter trips and loved the fence and they'll get the fence early. 
and get it after the leader. So I think that race is a race in three. And probably the last of the, um, the uh, cup heats, I reckon, Kelsey Bale uh, is going to go around it really prudently. It's probably $1.30 in the marketplace. I think it'll be extremely hard to beat to give Victorian representation a great chance to win the Perth Cup this year. But I think Crumble Bale, uh, Manali, I keep coming back to win the grid to win the series. Yeah, some good greyhounds going around, no doubt about that. Crumble Manali, certainly one of the highlights. Uh, if it can overcome box seven, I agree with you, Mickey. It's uh, it's going to be one to watch. Although the last of those heats is at twelve minutes past one a.m. on Sunday morning, so I might be struggling to get to the end of that program at Cannington. So anyway, we'll do our best. We'll have a couple of coffees and we'll try our very best. What about in the trots this weekend? Um, I'm probably going to have a little middle tonight at Geelong. I think there's a couple of great uh, boxes. Now nah, we've lost you again there. Sorry, Mick. I don't know whether you stopped rubbing your tummy like Mikey told you or you, you went to the right or to the left or I'm not sure what happened there, but we just lost that line again. 